Welcome to Success with Style, everyone. I am Rob Giardinelli, and today we are coming to you from San Antonio, Texas at the magnificent Hotel Valencia. Yep, and everyone, I'm Lance Avery Morgan, and we have a man who needs no introduction, but we're going to introduce him anyway, the great living legend, Bob Mackey. Oh, good morning. Fashion designer, <laughs> fashion designer to the stars uh, and beyond. Well, I was going to say the heavens. Welcome. The heavens? Yes. Too. Oh, my. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll all be up there at one point. That's right. Well, yes. we're so glad you're here. In fact, I would like to share with our audience a quote that you just gave, if that's okay with you, Bob. It uh -oh. says, glamour has to do with the charisma of the person wearing the garment, how well they wear it, and how they hold themselves. They're just being themselves, and I think that's important, which I think speaks to you and how, you, how your career has really accelerated at these super just stratospheric levels over the years. And well, you're just warming up. Well, yeah, glamour. I, I talked about glamour lots of ways. I have an, a book that came out like in the 70s. And uh, I said, you know, even the Pope in those outfits has glamour. Oh, that's you true. Know, you know, Judy, uh, you know uh, uh, Shirley Temple had glamour because yeah. she had so much charisma. Right. So, you know, you don't have to look like Marilyn Monroe to be glamorous. Yeah, that's right. Uh, speaking of Marilyn Monroe, one of your... Well, someone you dressed. How cool is that? Well, I never dressed Marilyn Monroe, really. Okay. I was working for Jean-Louis, the famous French uh, designer yeah. in Hollywood in the 40s and right. 50s and 60s. Yeah. And I worked for him in the 60s. And we worked on the last film that Marilyn never finished. Right. Oh, and that's right. <clears throat> Something's got to give. Something's got to give. Yeah. And, and, you know, it just it was one of those kind of sad moments because she died. You know, she right. they sort of suspended her because she wasn't coming to work. And then she right. died. And then. Yeah. Uh, but just before, a couple months before. Uh, she went off and sang happy birthday to John Kennedy. That's right. And so um, I, I did that sketch. And I, I, when I was doing it, I, he just told me what to draw, and I drew it. And I had no idea what it was for. He wasn't allowed to tell anybody. And this is the famous really? diaphanous dress. Well, the, it, was, it was one layer yeah. of very sheer fabric with lots of diamonds all over it. And yeah. it, it was uh, amazing. Can, can you imagine what that must have looked like in Madison Square Garden? Oh, my I God. I can't imagine. Incredible. Just the old I mean, film the, clips. The audience must have gone crazy. Right. You so know, you weren't there that night? I wasn't there. No. I, okay. I, I didn't even know about it till I saw the pictures in the Oh, paper. really? Wow. I didn't know what it was for. Wow. And, you know, one of my favorite TV moments from last year is when you were at the auction <clears> when that dress sold. Recently. Was that on TV? Yeah. 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 They cut to you in the audience. Oh, okay. You do not know that. I never oh my saw God. that. No. Bob, you got to come to the meetings about yourself. I, I didn't see that. Well, they, you see, I had done the sketch, and the, and the sketch showed up several, way several, many, many years later. Sure. And uh, did sell. And I thought, I, I saw it on the Today Show. I was I was watching the Today Show, and I looked in the, there was a table full of stuff they were selling on auction right. from Julian's. Yeah. And, uh, that's my sketch. I think that's my old sketch. Wow. And and they came in by it and they said, yes, it was. And I think some relative had had it all these years and was trying to make a little money off of it. I think, so, you know, I think where it was, was in um, the archives of Strasbourg, right? Susan Strasbourg. Well, was that the same one? She, she had most everything. Yeah. But I heard that it was a relative. Oh, okay. Gotcha. gotcha. A relative yeah. of Marilyn's? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. You know, I don't know who exactly. Well, how does but, it make you feel then that the sketch you drew the dress for sold for $5 million? <laughs> I mean, no, come no, on, the, people. The, the dress sold yeah. for almost $5 million. Because of your vision. Well, I don't know if it's my vision or not. but uh, and, and the lady that made the dress, so interesting, 
I ended up working with for years and years oh. afterwards, way after. Oh, the seamstress. The, well, she's not the seamstress. She runs workrooms. Gotcha. Her name was okay. Elizabeth Courtney. Got it. And she's no longer with us, but she was a brilliant, and she would fit like nobody wow. could fit. Well, she, she knew how to work with bodies and well, what to do. And you knew about Voluptuous Bodies because the first real movie star you dressed was Jane Mansfield, right? In art school? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I you know, I'm a kid that that the only thing I really liked doing was going to the movies. Yeah. And if they were Technicolor in a musical or, or an adventure right. or a pirate or a Arabian Nights, I liked it better. Sure. You know, if they were just sort of modern, I'd watch it. I was okay, but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't my, what I liked. Right. And I really just sort of educated myself on what, what worked for what yeah. during those years. So, so I was going to say, so who were some of your idols growing up on the, on the big screen when you would go to the well, movies? Well, let, let me see who was there. You know, it, you, we never saw old movies in those days. Okay. <clears throat> the, there would be maybe a theater in a little town that would show old movies, but mm -hmm. we didn't, there was none where I lived. Okay. And, but one time, one time they were playing Cleopatra mm. with Claudette Colbert. Yeah. Oh, wow. And if you've ever seen that, it was, it's a Cecil B. DeMille it's movie. Beautiful. And it's beautiful and it's wild and it's sexy and, and the clothes uh, are amazing. And I, I, my grandmother wanted to see it. And I was staying with her and she hardly ever went to the, the movies. And, mm. and uh, she took me and I'm watching it and you could see under boob, as we right. <laughs> we talk right. about oh, in the share right. show, okay. you know, and we saw things that were cut really low, and, mm -hmm. and and of course she was built just perfectly. She very much like share in many ways. Okay, right. And uh, later on, as I'm thinking, what am I going to put on this girl, this tall, skinny girl that has right. an amazing figure? And I thought, oh, you know, the, the Cleopatra stuff, she could wear that get away with it because in the 1950s 40s and 50s Hollywood they, they weren't allowed to show any cleavage right, right. or anything that looked that you could see right I mean they might have skin tight outfit on with the yeah. biggest boobs that were probably not theirs right but you know underneath <laughs> and everybody oh she's so sexy I yeah. mean poor old you know little Marilyn was was not that voluptuous mm -hmm, I mean she right. she knew how to use her body because she'd been a pinup a model, right? Sure. And, and uh, but she, everybody thought she had these enormous boobalas, <laughs> you know. And she didn't. The magic of fashion. And a couple yeah. movies, she was actually a little pregnant in, and of course they were right. bigger then, and right. that, that made a difference. And everyone thought, oh, that's how she was built. Right. Right. Because she had several miscarriages, right? It was like I, three I or guess. four. I right? don't yeah. know how many, but I know yeah. there. There's a couple of films where she's yeah. obviously uh, just over it or whatever. Anyway, right. yeah. uh, she had. You know, she had more more bosoms in those movies, yeah. but but they were, you know, in, in some like it hot. She was yeah. supposedly pregnant. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I knew the 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 lady that dressed her during that, and who later worked with me. Oh, and, great. And she said, "Oh, she was she was a little bit pregnant." Wow. And you and could see it bad. happen in the film. You know. But yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, it, at least the outtakes, right? That and she had a wild outfit in that film. We showed almost, you know, everything. I, right. I, I couldn't believe how they got away with it. Yeah, yeah uh, that's <clears throat> interesting because there was, you know, that was still in the 50s when it was still really, really conservative in, in terms of dress. And Hollywood screen, was loosening yeah. up a little bit by then, I guess. Yeah, well, of course, Ori Kelly did. Ori Kelly was right. brilliant. So, so genius. Yeah, have yeah. you seen that documentary on him? I have, yeah. Did you, it's did a you weird think documentary. It, was, it is kind of funky, Yeah, it's, it? it's, it's kind of weird. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not sure he would have approved of it, but... Whatever. It was yeah. interesting. I have his book, too. Right. Yeah. So when you worked with Jean-Louis, was he already married to Loretta Young? No, that no, was later. No, no, no. He did Much that. Much later. He did that later on. Okay. He, 
he was married. What was her name? I can't remember her name. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, um, but she was there in the office. I worked in his in his couture studio, not at the studio. He, okay. We were doing 20th Century Fox. Right. And then he kept me back and forth uh, from movie to movie for quite a while. And, and I'd go, I would work with him, finish the film, and then go over and work with Edith Head for a while. Right, at Paramount. And so those are my two, my two jobs for a couple of years. Two and of the greatest fashion yeah. designers in Hollywood well, history. Well, actually. Alma and Bob Mackie. <clears throat> they were very different from each other. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he would make sure I had to draw it exactly the way he wanted it. Gotcha. Or he would do a little tiny drawing and show me. Yeah. And and Edith would say, "Here, read the script. I'm going to lunch. Right. <laughs> do some yeah. sketches for the for the first act." Is that something? Yeah, and yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I was much happier working for Edith Head because she let me spread and work and do. You know, oh, and she great. trusted me. Well, and just the high volume right. of films and costumes for she, each film. She ground them out. I mean, yeah. you know, she didn't. If if the if the star and the producer was happy, she right. was happy. Yeah, that's great. And I, of course, I was never like that. I always wanted to do it the way I wanted to do right. it. Right, which is why your well, attention well, and perfection. No, well, sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. You yeah. Know? So, <laughs> the, wow. Between those two, which one were you introduced to first? Like, did you start with Jean Louis, or well, did you start with? Well, I Edo? was. I had just gotten out of school. Mm -hmm. um, and I went to an art school, and I was on scholarship, and they had a costume design department. And um, I was in it for a couple of years, and I'd won all the awards you're supposed to win. I had another year to go. And, and I went in <laughs> the first day, and they said, and we're going to do this, this contest and that contest right. and that. And, and I thought, I won all those already. Yeah. Right, right. Now what am I supposed to do? Sit yeah. here and just do it again? Right. And I, I quit. I quit school. And everyone was very upset with me. And I took, got my portfolio together, and I went to a couple of places in Hollywood that I, I had met, you know, costume houses like Western Costume okay. or whatever, and the people that were running them. And they told me where to go. And, and, and he said, keep, let me keep your portfolio here. I want to show it to a couple of people. Okay. And so I got a job uh, for a designer named Frank Thompson, mm -hmm. who was doing a film uh, with Glenn Ford, Charles Boyer, and Hope Lang. Love is of All? Yes. Yeah. And let's go. You, he knows his, he, you, you know, know your too cinema. much. No, nobody knows that film. <laughs> I do know that film. <laughs> nobody, I do know that film. And, and so I was hired only to draw beautiful sketches of Glenn Ford and, and uh, Charles Boyer. Yeah. And he says, I'll do, I'll do Hope's clothes. Well, I did, the, I did all the men's, and it was hard because yeah. I had spent all of the time in school doing pictures of women in, in gowns right. and things. Sure. And I thought, oh, not I, a, a guy in a brown I suit. I got to draw these men's. And, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, and, and he, he wore Levi's in you know, six, ten different ways That's in the right. film, you know, yeah. with different tops, right. different jackets, different this. Yeah. And Charles Boyer was a rich man with pinstripe suits and whatever. Sure. And uh, so I got those done, and he said, you know, I'm getting behind. Would you do the women for me? And I went, yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> I'll wow. do it. And, and so I worked with him on that. Well, in the meantime, this was, we were renting offices at Paramount where Edith Head was working. Yeah. And so on the way to the ladies' room, she'd always stop in and, and see what I was doing. You know? so Edith Headwood. Yeah, so oh, I got wow. to know her. Yeah. And she was really interested. You know, she's always looking for somebody. Sure. New. Yeah. And, and uh, it was kind of interesting. And then she... Before I ever got to Jean, I'd already been hired by Jean Louis, but I hadn't started yet. Right, and uh, 
so she called me in and I, I, somebody was sick and I worked for them and whatever, whatever. And I started getting jobs from her because her people knew how to do little business suits mm, and sure, little, little simple right. cocktail dress to yeah. go, you know, whatever, whatever. Right. And she says, I need somebody that has a little more flair. Yeah. You know, I've got these strippers in this. Yes, please. <laughs> and that and, is and the I, next phone call to Bob Mackey. <laughs> have stripper will travel. And, you know, and I said, she said, draw those up for me. And I did well. I guess I did it too well. So I, wow. I, I, I stayed around. I was doing all these sort of high fashion or, or went from either high fashion to stripper, stripper, but right. nothing in between. I never, I never got to do the, uh, the business women yeah, or, the, or the secretaries. But wouldn't that have bored you though? I mean, well, no, it's like anything you do yeah. in a script, you have to make it right. You don't right. just do fabulous things and you give it to somebody to be a secretary in, right. a, in a trucking company. Right, you know? right, right. You have to but even, the right you thing. know, like the Lana Turners of the world who were secretaries who played those roles. Oh, yeah. Still well, dressed Lana, way beyond their means. Well, <laughs> Lana in those days, those days, you know, if you had a secretary, chances are, unless she was a huge star, yeah. they probably went out and shopped it. Right. But, okay. but uh, in those, if they were a star, then it was all designed perfectly for for them sure, cost thousands and and you know and there she's working you know but for, for at&t yeah. or whatever that, well, whatever well telephone back then, then. yeah Isn't anyway, that something? anyway it was yeah. it was fun working yeah. there and and she'd finish with me and i'd rush over to jean louis and i'd work on the marilyn monroe thing but then he did some doris days and, yeah and a couple of other films yeah what there was one film that i never ever see anywhere and it was it was uh at, uh, Universal oh. with Mitzi Gaynor and Thelma Ritter, I think. Yeah, and, Thelma Ritter was and they, everywhere back And she then. had a couple of sisters in it or something. Oh, uh, let's see if you know what that I one was is. I was going to say, let's see if we can stump Lance. Uh, well, I'll, I'll get back to you <laughs> kiddos on that, but I, I think I know what you're talking about. There were so many great films like that. They're and, well, the, thing, the thing that was so hard in the 60s is is that all the comedies had these stupid titles that had right, nothing to right, do with the movie. Right. They were just silly. Like Meet Me at the Fair. Com or, or, well, no, but at least they went to the fair. That's, yeah, yeah. But, but some yeah. of it was just like, you know, like yeah. like the thrill of it all, which right. was Adora's Day. That's that right, I, with James I, Garner. That I yeah. worked on. Yeah. And uh, there were several of those. I never can remember which was which because it had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Although I think the soap that the swimming pool got filled with that's was right, called the soap Thrill. Bubbles. Yes, that's oh, yeah. right. <laughs> thrill detergent. Yes, yes, sir. It was. That's good. That's but, awesome. But it, it was it was fun doing that and having that kind of a job in those days. I could sit there, you know, and I my I never got in trouble for a mistake or yeah. something that the producer or director didn't like. Right. It was always their fault. So I was just watching to see what worked and what didn't. Wow. And all that. that what a great fun. training ground that, for It you. was. It was fabulous, really. So when you worked with, so you worked with Mitzi Gaynor then, right? At well, Fox. <clears throat> yeah. I know you worked well, with Well, the next, next thing I did after that is I, I, I got a job. I was laid off one spring and there wasn't any work. Oh. And I, I spent a, a, week, a month at the beach and I got a call, and would you work on the Judy Garland show? Right. A television okay. show. Yes, 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 yes. And, and uh, it was my friend Ray Agian, who I'd gotten to know, but I, I'd never worked with him. Mm -hmm. He said, would you come and work on that? I have to do mm -hmm. the whole show. I don't do Judy. I'm just doing the whole show. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I said, yeah, I'd love to. You know, I'd never done any television at yeah. all. And it, it was fabulous to do that show and that was one season one season yeah. only and it and it was you know tricky with judy i'll bet because of her days. behavior it's so, tricky being up against yeah. bonanza too <clears throat> yeah well right? yes i mean <laughs> you knew that too didn't you i did know yes. that yes well it was it was very hard i mean most yeah. of america wasn't interested in judy garland they right. were but the people in hollywood 
were. Yes. Everybody watched her show mm-hmm. that, that they were just curious about it. And right. we had the best people, the best, the best singers, the best everything, different choreographers almost every week yeah. because they would do some shows and they'd be off and they'd come right. in and do the show for a couple of weeks right. or a star would want them and uh, different directors. Sure. I worked with, with those people for the next 20 years that I met on that show. Isn't that incredible? The variety yeah. people. Variety people. Yeah. People that did Broadway shows. Uh, Norman Jewison was the sure, producer right. for a while yeah. on that. I mean, yeah. You know, it was crazy. Top-notch talent. Yeah, no wonderful talent. Yeah. People that I, I, I know to, you know, well, most of them are gone. I was, you know, I was pretty young. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were so young back <laughs> now then. Now I'm a really old guy. But now, now. Yeah. No. No, no. Well, no, I am. Yeah. But it's okay. I'm, but, I'm and on, here. And on yeah. that note, though, so there were a lot of singing numbers, dancing numbers. So you designed for the dancers as I well as... I designed... I ended up... Because Ray was... You know, Judy was a bit of a handful yeah. and get all this done. She wore a lot of clothes in one week. And right. we used to do a show every right. Friday night. Yeah. And um, she... Um, it, it, it was just one of those amazing things. I, all of a sudden, I was designing for guest stars and... Uh, uh, dancers and all right. these people that I would have just be helping with yeah, in right. the beginning. And now all of a sudden I, I just, the other night I, I, uh, I was got, an, I got an award, uh, and the same night Cheetah Rivera was getting an award and love I sat woman. right, wow. I sat love right her. next, love her, love I sat her. right next to her and, uh, we talked about the Judy Garland show because she was on that first Oh, she was. was. Yeah. I wish we'd have known we would have asked. We just interviewed her. Oh yeah. When well, we interviewed Terrence McNally, uh-huh. who has written a lot for her. Yeah. Kiss of the Spider Woman and all that. <clears throat> well, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so with the singing number, so say Barbara and Judy were doing a duet, right. you would have to design complementary costumes for that number, right? Which well, you did for Carol and everyone, usually, right? Usually, usually we did. Yeah. Um, it depended. You know, if, if the budget was good, we made a new right. dress for everybody. But, gotcha. But sometimes at the end of the season, you had to kind of pull back. But often Carol would wear like her one of her opening dresses. Uh, that gotcha. she did questions and answers in that hadn't been on for two or three years. Got it. And, and no one remembered. Nobody remembered yeah. ever. Yeah. You know, and and I would design something for the star. Or they mm-hmm. came in with a dress. Gotcha. If they came in the day before we taped, you know, right. you just you use. Then you're stuck. What do well, you do with Ella? But sometimes they come in with nothing. Right. Know? Oh wow. Now Ella usually, I loved Ella so much. I did clothes for her, but but she often came in with her clothes and and her designer. Who was it? It was. Um, I can't remember the name. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was an old kind of 1940s designer. Okay. Hmm. Um, so very old school. I'll, it'll come to me. Yeah. Well, you know, things, For me. They come and go. <laughs> <laughs> but she was lovely. Well, the reason I mention her is, is because her size was not the perfect size eight back then, right? I mean, she, you know. That's life. That's yeah, where the world right. is. You don't worry about having the perfect figure. I was lucky right. I had, it during that sort of 70s time, I, I had Cher and Carol right. on a weekly basis. And they... They had almost the same measurements. Are you kidding they me? They were the same. Oh my height. god, that's the big reveal. And, and they really? were in this. They were in the same, you know, in the in the same studio, one yeah. right next to the other. Right. And uh, whenever we needed like a Minnie Mouse costume for for Cher, I said, I think I have one for Carol that I did, you know, right. ten years ago or whatever. Let me run next door. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. And it was real interesting. And one time I did one time I did this kind of glamour Hollywood dress for Carol, and she was doing a spoof on movie stars doing Vegas acts, mm-hmm. where they kind of sing a little, and then the boys pick them up and move them around, right. and they don't really dance. Right. Right. And it was funny. And then I got in trouble on the Cher show because we we were really out of time, and they stuffed two shows into one week. Oh gosh, and that was crazy. Wow, because she wore a lot of clothes. Yeah. 
And, and I said, I bet I could put that dress on her that I made for Carol, which was kind of jokey. It was kind of Marlena Dietrich. Right, okay, through. right. Uh, you know, and I have pictures of the two of them in the, in the same dress. You are kidding. And nobody, no ever, nobody ever knew. I mean, it right. was, when it, but now Different I think personas. It's, it's kind of yeah. a funny thing. But That's the same, amazing. and it never had to take it in or let it out or shorten it or anything. It was it fit her exactly. So I think America would be thrilled to know yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. It, it, just, it just shows what a, a different personality and a different image. Yeah. You, can, you can do it with, with clothes. That's right. Yeah. Two very different yeah. personas. <laughs> well, very, personas wow. for sure. Now, how did you first meet each of them? Carol and Cher. Well, that's easy. I was doing the Carol Burnett show in, what was it, 67. Yeah, when it first started. And, and like, she was pregnant, speaking of pregnant. One, one of the, well, she wasn't yet. Oh, she wasn't. She just okay. had a baby. Oh, she did. Okay. Yeah, okay. she got, got pregnant at the end of the season. Gotcha. And didn't bother to tell me. Gotcha. <laughs> that's <laughs> another story. That's a whole other story. <laughs> yes. Um, no, she, we were doing the show, and every, it was a new show, and they weren't sure what, you know, they were trying things out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, and Sonny and Cher was put, asked to be on the show. And they were not. They had had their big success with, you know, the beat goes on, right. whatever, whatever. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, uh, they were there and they had their own outfits. They put them on because they were a young act. And they were trying to bring in all the young viewers, yeah. okay. like gotcha. everybody does. Right. Sure. But it turned, you know, that we, it was something that the young viewers watched anyway, so right. it didn't really matter. But, but at that time, nobody was sure of themselves. Right. And I met Cher on that. And I thought, this, oh, this girl's coming in, and she's kind of hulking, and she's real tall. Right. And she's, she's never smiles, yeah. and she's got that long black hair. She came mm-hmm. in. She was the most adorable thing you ever want to meet. Mm-hmm. Cute and little, little sundress, her hair and ponytails. And, you know, wow, it was so just cute. the whole thing was like an image that right. they were sort of doing, you know, like like new age sure. c- cave people. The whole hippie thing with <laughs> yes. the fur vest. Well, nobody was a hippie in, right. yet. Yeah. They, you know, it was just starting, actually, hippie in 67. Yeah. It was happening. Right. And they were the first ones. They had done it before 67. Mm-hmm. They were over in London. Right. And they became Sonny and Cher. Right. You know, right. And, and it, it lasted for a couple of years. And then it just died. Yeah. And they were doing little guest spots in, in this country. And we mm-hmm. had that in the, in the Broadway show. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. That, that was all fascinating. Happens. Yeah. yeah. And uh, anyway, I, I, I loved her. I thought, oh, she's cute. I wouldn't do lots of stuff with her. Right. And she was in the finale, and she wore mm-hmm. little ruffles and kind of a showboat finale. And, sure. And right. It was, it was great fun. So you saw that talent early on. Well, I saw the, I don't know about Or the, the potential. I, I didn't know. Or the potential. Any, I didn't yeah. know what the talent was. I just thought. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And I liked her. And she was modern and, and looked like, I don't know. And then I got to do some specials with her where, where I could really dress her in interesting things. And right. Make them look, the two of them look different. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, what's fascinating is that, um, you know, with that, it sounds like there's a real energy connection with you, with your, with your clients. Either it's well, there or it's not there. Well, sometimes it's not there at yeah. all. And you have to do it anyway because right. you're hired to do the job and you don't, you're not maybe not terribly inspired but mm-hmm. it's you know it's your job to look at them and say what what does the audience want to see them in what do they want to say what what right. do they expect from that person right especially when it's like a movie star that's doing a nightclub act mm-hmm. you you try to make when they come out on that stage you want that audience to think oh this is really her sure. right oh my god yeah. she's sexy oh my god she's right. beautiful oh right. you know and and uh, i remember you know and i 
and I adore her, her as Anne Margaret. Mm-hmm. Anne Margaret was kitten with a whip in the movies. You better believe it. <laughs> that red hair. You know, she had that all that red hair, which you know later on I found out wasn't really all hers, yeah. but because she wore all these wigs, all the and wigs, hair yeah. right. and stuff. You know, it was Hollywood. You could have anything you want. Right. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and and I just adored her. But I thought, how am I going to do this? And yeah. and I did. You know, you just you. And she was really kind of shy about yeah. it all, and yet. There she was. Yeah. Dressed she had her. a great figure, too. She, she, and they all had she great, had great figures, figure. didn't they? But, yeah. Well, everybody has a great figure when they start. Right. That's true. But then when you work with them for 30, 40 years, you right. know, things change. Right. You have to kind of, uh, just like life is, you know, yeah. everything doesn't stay the same. That's true. Good point. <laughs> yeah. So what, what's the biggest challenge in, you know, dressing people for different ages or in different ages? Don't show anybody something you don't want them to see. Just, okay. Just, you know, and, and women sometimes... They'll try to wear something and get away with it. And then you see a photograph of them. And I'm not talking right. about a star. I'm talking about right. everyday just women. Just anyone. Yeah. 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 And you think, you know, if you don't want anyone to notice, yeah. just wear a sleeve, mm-hmm. wear, wear a fuller skirt, wear mm-hmm. whatever it is that looks good on you. Right. Yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah. Well, and, and Carol said when, uh, uh, and I, you know, that's kind of how we knew each other through Jan Strimple and Carol Burnett. And we, I'd interviewed you several times before. And Carol said that you used to that she loved to have her back accentuated, her back, her back, and then it became her legs, right? As she well, grew older, no, her her legs were beautiful, gorgeous, and they still are. Yeah, you know, but but her back was beautiful. Her her legs, her legs were gorgeous. Um, so she didn't have the décolleté really to play up. So no, that's what, not not really, but that wasn't really her image anyway. Right, you know, right, it, right. It, 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 and it wasn't Cher's either. Yeah. Uh, Cher, you know, there's a whole <laughs> there's a whole section in the uh, in the in the Cher show on Broadway yes. right now. Currently running. Yes. Currently running. And fantastic. And we're we the, need to go we're see it. Get where, to that. where the CBS censor comes in and says, "I could see her under boob." Right. You know, that's right. <laughs> and 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 the, and the and the and the Bob Mackie character says the guy that's playing me yeah. says, "Well, if she stood on her head, it would just be cleavage." Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you would, you, it sounds like something you would actually say. I did. It was a quote. Oh, you're kidding me. No, it was wow, a quote. Fantastic. And, and Rick Ellis found it somewhere. That is so great. I don't even know where he found it. But. Well, if you look at you designing for Carol Burnett on Saturday night and Cher on Sunday night, yeah. that's Many, many millions of people saw Bob Mackie every single week. Yeah, they got kind of sick of me. I, think. I don't think but, so. No, uh, well, I don't. Think but it was so fun. I mean, two, the shows were so different. Yeah, they, they were so much alike and yet so different. Mm-hmm. You know, one was all about glamour and this and that, and Carol often would do, you know, the whole show looking like one hideous character after another. That's right. why we started putting her in evening clothes in the beginning in to the talk beginning. to the audience, yeah. so they would at least see her look. You know pulled together and right. attractive and, right. and, and as a real lovely lady. Yeah. But uh, it was great fun. Yeah. I loved it. So, Bob, um, one thing that's really interesting is you designed for both of those shows at the same time, and that's a lot of creative output. Well, they overlapped. Sort of Carol started in 67 and Cher started in 71. Okay. So I, I had it easy for one. <laughs> for a couple while, years, but yeah. for three or four years there, you were it doing. It was crazy. Yeah. Like, how I just, do you not I burn just, out? I just did Cher's clothes on the Sunny and Cher show. I okay. didn't do Sunny's. Mm-hmm. Rhett Turner did Sunny's. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. And because uh, I, I, there's no way to do all of it. You know? Right. But then they started, Sunny and Cher started doing two shows a week. Right. And because they were doing, they'd run off to Las Vegas or to yeah. a state That's fair right. okay. or, or somewhere that where they had these huge audiences. Right. So where they're bringing in the big bucks. Sure. 
and doing the TV shows at yeah. the same time. It was crazy. That's that incredible. Was hard. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even imagine. So with that in mind, so a lot of the the, the Sunny and the Cher costumes kind of matched too, didn't they? Well, they had to. Yeah. So and Red Turner just, and I had worked together. On okay. So things there, there, before. there was a got synergy it. there and, already. And, okay. and got it. we would talk. You know, I said I'm yeah. doing this, this, and this. Right. And and he said, What if we did this? And what if we did that? And I said, That's perfect. Well, why don't you put a little of this color here? You design for whatever walks in the door, right? Or, or the script tells you it is. Yeah. It, that's the way the world is. You know, you can't, right. you can't just say, oh, I only want to do this. Right. Or anyone. I mean, I know designers that won't, won't do a plus size dress for someone in the, on the red carpet. Yeah. Isn't that something? And it's so stupid. Yeah, it is. Because yeah. the world is full of people in all different sizes. Yeah. You know, I, I had the best time. I used to dress a, a, a comedy lady, a comedian called Toadie Fields. Oh, God. And I loved, loved that her. woman. Yeah. And she came course. to me. She says, I want you to design for me. And I said, well, what kind of clothes do you want me to do? Thinking, well, I hope she's not, doesn't say I want you to do, you know, dresses like Kate Smith wore. Right. And, and she said, no, I want you to dress me like Mitzi Gaynor. Chiffon and sequins. Well, sequins yeah. and ruffles and yeah. feathers and, right. and great color. Yeah. And I said, I'd love to do that. Yeah. I'd love to do that. What a great that. talent And of course, I love Mitzi Gaynor was, was, was you know, my first yeah. real client, really. Right, right. I had her before. She, Carol Burnett hired me from her nightclub act. Because she and Joe Hamilton, her yes. husband at the time, had gone in to see you, right? They, well, They'd they, seen the act. They went right. to see the act in Vegas. Right. Actually, Ernie Flatt, our, our, direct, our uh, choreographer mm -hmm. on the Carol Burnett show, mm -hmm. Uh, did the act. Yeah. And it was because of him, I, I think, that, that she really hired me to start with, Mitzi Gaynor. And she had seen you on something else. So the Bob Mackie name right. came up yeah, several well, times, yeah, it, from what I understand. It worked, yeah. yeah. It worked. And, yeah. and it was a good time for me. It was, everything was happening. Right. And so in between Carol Burnett and Sonny and Cher, you also did Lady Sings the Blues? Well, that happened, yeah, that happened, I guess... After we did, we did. I did a special with with the Supremes and the Temptations, Temptations yeah. uh, getting it together on Broadway, mm -hmm. and that one of my second Emmy, right? And and that was kind of good, you know. Yeah, when yeah. those Emmys. Yeah, you weren't a fluke with just one Emmy. Bob. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't one 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 moment. <laughs> one you like me, you really like me, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, uh, but it was it was just fun to yeah. to do that and. and and what happened was they were making this little movie about Billie Holiday at, at, at Paramount. And uh, they'd hired a, a designer to do it. And it wasn't, it, it, it was kind of a B movie. They, yeah. weren't, they weren't spending any money on it. And hmm. they think, well, it's about this, this singer and she wasn't rich and she, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Diana had been, you know, treated like a huge star for several years by this time. Right. right. And, uh, and she was not happy with this rack of used, what she called used, secondhand clothes. Gotcha. Well, costumes in, in movies, they have okay. you know, warehouses full oh, of yeah. costumes. Anyway, she wasn't happy. So she called and said, can you guys come over? And I was doing all those other shows at the time. And so uh, uh, Ray Agian, who I started with, you know, on the Judy Garland show, yeah. We were both both had huge jobs. We'd op we we'd opened uh, the costume house where, mm -hmm. where where we made costumes for over twenty years. Yeah. I mean, it was quite quite amazing. Just running that the, alone, the best people. Sure, but we did it together, mm -hmm. and um, we designed that whole thing. And, mm -hmm. I, and I got nominated. He he got. We both got nominated for that for the Oscar. But we didn't win. Yeah, 
but we the costumes in that are so beautiful because well, they're period specific. They're 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 nineteen thirties for yeah, the most yeah, part, yeah. little early twenties kind of it, and and it was quite good. I I didn't think the movie was great, but but she was. It's a shame because Diana was just a natural actress. She had right. completely you never you were never embarrassed for a moment mm -hmm. with her. She right. was so good, right, and so genuine. Yeah. And then you also did did that little film that was. A Big hit when I was a kid called Funny Lady with Barbara Streisand. Oh, Funny Lady, yeah, with Barbara Streisand. Yeah. I mean, that was a we, we that, do, the two of us because we both had other jobs going. We both did right, those right. at the same time right, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. How was that? Was that fun? It was kind of fun. Yeah, it was because you know I was Barbara Streisand playing Fanny Bryce in the later years. It's right. like a sequel to Funny Girl. To Funny Girl. Yeah. You said she had a great face for hats. Barbara. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, actually, thinking about them all, I mean, you think. Diana Ross could wear, well now, because she's got, so the wigs are so big, but. Mm -hmm. but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no hats on her right now. But, but she looked fabulous in a hat. Yeah. And the, my favorite look on Diana was always when she'd slick her hair back and yes. do chignon, you know, right. yeah. wear yes. a hat or Absolutely. wear a headdress. Mm -hmm. and, but she just loved that, loves those big wigs. Yeah. So she's right. still wearing them. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. work with her anymore, but that's okay. Yeah. I, I think she's wildly talented. Right, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, you. She just had a birthday. A yes, she did. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys so are did you. The same astrological sign. We are. Ooh, yes, that's probably soulmates. why we don't always get along. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did that. We'll edit that out, right? <laughs> right. Uh, Bob yeah, Mackey did not just no, say that. No, I'm you kidding. don't have to I'm edit kidding. it out. She, she knows. I'm kidding. She knows. <laughs> <laughs> She's not stupid. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. So, and 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 what's so fun is that you've had this career renaissance now with the Cher Sean Broadway, well, which is know, so darn cool. Congratulations. Yeah, well, thanks. We I, saw it. We loved it. It's unreal. Everyone needs to go see it. I mean, it's just the best. I thought it was real, real, super real. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, and what's so funny is that we had just seen Bob last night, and everyone I talked to about him de designing the costumes, I upped the ante on the number every time. I said, "Yes, you did." I started out with <laughs> 525 <laughs> costumes. How many million? 632. Do we have now? It was a lot, yeah. especially when you when you're doing a brand new show and you're 600 costumes, 700 costumes, 468. 468. I think is the number. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> We're getting notes from our our our, our great you, you know the great historian, here. yes, over, Joe McFadden yes. in, the, in the audience. <laughs> oh, you know, in Chicago we did one show and then after that they wanted to make some changes so yeah. when you start making changes in a show sometimes the costumes have to change sure right yeah. so about the only number that really remained the same was was the number that takes place in my studio where i'm showing little share right all these what I could put on her, you yeah. know, we have this big. This number could be you, kid, with, with a lot of, you know, all the dancing girls, and right. some of them within the number change clothes in the number. Right. So you see right. them, you don't even realize you've seen them a couple of times right. already. Right. Wow. I mean, well, on the even on the stage, there are yeah. racks and racks of clothes. Well, in that yeah, scene. yeah, they do. We have racks and racks. It's that people hide behind them and do all kinds of things. So, but, how long did it take you to to design four hundred and sixty eight costumes? Well, I don't know. It didn't. It, it all happened that year. Yeah. Okay. Year before the show opened. But it now just, the rumor has it that you did not go back into your archives for that to draw well, from creatively. That the you, only thing that I we went into the archives for, and I had I had the actual patterns and the beading patterns and everything oh, were oh, the wow. were the Academy Award outfits. Yeah. That that Stephanie J. Block 
mm-hmm. comes out of the floor and mm-hmm. she right. pops out of the floor in, in the big mohawk thing right. that she gave right. an award to on the, on the Oscars. And then she comes out again in her winning costume and another one she wore there. And then right. the audience is so amazing. They re, it's been, those outfits have been printed so many times right. in, in magazines and yeah. papers and stuff that right. the audience starts cheering. Yeah, it's, it's they know the, what's coming. It's yeah. the funniest thing when they see it. Well, the audience is a party, by the way. Yeah, it, it is. Well, oh, it's, it's such a, a show. That's it is great. a party. I, I love it when an audience has. The, the funny thing about that, when usually when you walk into the theater, people are, you know, they're sitting in their seats mm-hmm. and they're looking at their programs and yep. they're maybe talking to each other. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when you go to see the Share show, mm-hmm. the whole audience is talking to each other. They are. Before the show it's even kinetic. starts. It, it's it, a party. It, it, it is. It, it is like so spark. wild. Like, yeah. like we, we literally, like the woman who sat next to us the night we went, literally, she was like, you're my new best friends. And she went up and got like her child's um, middle school drama teacher who was at the balcony to introduce us. Like it was like everyone really? was like best Brought friends. Brought him down. Yeah. Like from the, from the second yeah. you walked I, in. I, have, I love going because yeah. people know who I am. Right. You know, and they right. come up and they, they're so sweet and so nice and they want to take my picture and, yeah. and you know, and selfies, selfies right. galore. <laughs> it's just crazy. I know. It's so funny, but they're, everyone's so nice. You know, and there's there's like busloads that yeah. unload, yeah. and and right. sometimes we've been like in another state, like in in, in Pennsylvania, and the, a church group had right. big on the marquee in front of the church, you know, going to the share <laughs> show on Wednesday night. The bus leaves it. You know, I mean, Isn't that just, incredible? It is incredible. Yeah. It's so much fun because people right. really have a good time. Yeah, and a certain age people who were there when sure. there was a Sonny and Cher show. Right, who remember and, it. Yeah, and we have incre- the, the fellow that plays Sonny is just yeah, He's phenomenal. really talented. Well, yeah. And, yeah. And what was interesting being in the audience, I mean, it was really a range of ages because people love her for different reasons mm-hmm. and different they eras. They do, yeah. but you're going to see that that group that are probably middle-aged now yeah. mm-hmm. that, that just know the words to those songs. Yeah. And exactly. They, and they'll right. put on their glitteriest thing they can find yeah. and come to the theater and have the best time. Now, see, that's yeah. a that's a turn of events because we saw it early on before the holidays, and that yeah. was not going on yet. So it's become even more uh, of a party. The opening night was just was it all the bizarre. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, everybody had their sequins on that so night. Great. Oh, that's <laughs> and that's such fun. an homage to you, Bob. Well, it's I just, mean, it really is. It's, it's her, you know, it's yeah. what she stands for. And, and people love that. Yeah. And even today when she doesn't act, she doesn't just put on a simple black dress right. and sing a ballad. That's right. right. She changes every number. She has a different outfit. Right. And speaking of simple yeah. black dresses, which that Oscar acceptance dress was not a simple black dress. <laughs> you kind of recreated. No, not, not exactly. Rob has said this often. You kind of reinvigorated the red carpet. Or you're appearance. the reason you're the oh, reason for the modern red carpet. Your yeah. collaboration with well, her is yeah. really to, totally to how that point, all started. It, in the beginning, there was a lot of criticism. They'd say, well, that's not fashion. And, I, and really? I'd say to myself, well, it was never meant to be fashion. Right. She, I, I thought, I said to her, I said, are you sure you want to wear this? Because it was, she was giving an award. Yeah. And she didn't even know who she was giving it right. to. Right, right. And the thing is, it, and she says, yeah, no, no, they'll, they'll like it. And she <laughs> says, you know, they haven't seen me look this way for a while. She'd been doing plays yeah, and right, little right. kind of down and dirty movies and stuff. Right. Still so good. So it was... Uh, it was fun for her, you know, yeah. and she, but she's never intimidated by anything she puts on. She's right. never embarrassed. Right. She just, that's just the way it is. She wears it like her, like her jeans. And what a perfect designer to, to team <laughs> yeah, with who is not embarrassed. But, well, you know, but then I had to sort of suffer because then people think that's all I know how to do. There's that kind of thing goes on too. 
Right. But, and they couldn't I don't, be further I don't worry about trees. it anymore. Right. Why would you? You're a living legend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Living legend Bob sure. Bob Mackey. Truly. Sure. Wow. Well, we're so excited to have you here. We do have a couple of questions if you have a couple. Oh, sure. Okay. A question. So we, we've talked about your whole career, but we don't know about the first dollar you ever made. That's right. Oh. Well, the first dollar I ever made designing costumes or just in, in general. Yeah, anything. in general. Well, I, I, I had to, I got a job mowing the next door neighbor's lawn and they had crabgrass. And in those days, the lawnmowers were made out of iron, cast right. iron. Yeah. And I, you know, I wasn't exactly an athletic little boy. I spent too much time indoors drawing pictures. And, uh, but that I could do and I would get, I would get for mowing their lawn, which was just horrifying. It right. was so thick and heavy. Uh, I get $3. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I, and, but I, you know, and I would, I would mow it long. It yeah. was a rectangular yard and I'd mow it to one end and then I would sit down and rest. I was yeah. just exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and it wasn't very far, right. but I was just like, I was so bored. I didn't want to do that, but I wanted that $3. Right. Right. And, and uh, so I learned that, you know, the faster you get it done, the sooner right. you can spend your three dollars. Right. On, so and, and would I you, try to work that way these days if I can. Now, would you spend it on like supplies for your sketches? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's, that's all I would spend it on. Yeah. So would, uh, when paint, did you paints and Crayolas and, yeah. and paper and, and, and colored paper that I could mm -hmm. cut out things. Right. And make things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. what age did you realize that that's what you wanted to do with your life? Be a, you know, be a designer. I think I was about 10. Okay. I, hmm. 10 or 11. I went to see, um, I love movies and mm -hmm. I never, I just loved looking at them and looking what right. everybody was wearing and the scenery and the, and everything especially Technicolor and musicals and all that. Um, but I went to see an American in Paris, okay. the Gene Kelly film, 1951, amazing movie. 51. Yeah. Well then I was 12. Yeah. I was even yeah. older. Yeah. And, um, I, all of a sudden I said that the ballet, I, the, the movie was kind of okay up into the ballet and then right. this, this fabulous 20 minute ballet came on right. and it was so beautiful mm -hmm. and it was so beautifully designed. I thought, wow, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and, it all clicked for I, you. I think I could do that wow. if I just work on it, you know? Wow. And, and that was the first time I ever really paid attention and, and I saw it so many times, mm -hmm. several times mm -hmm. to see it. Uh, and to saw who designed that. Mm -hmm. And it was Irene Sheriff, yeah. this fabulous New York. She was a Broadway and movie designer. Mm -hmm. And she's, she's the lady that designed The King and I in right. movies yeah. and on Broadway. And she designed West Side Story, so many films, you know, yeah. important films mm -hmm. and beautiful to look at. And I, from that time on, you know, and that movie was, the, the ballet was all about uh, French Impressionists. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and it was, you know, and I, I started recognizing the ones, oh, I know that's Toulouse-Lautrec, and right. that's, that's yeah. Dufy, and this is this, and this is that, you know. Right. And I, because I was sort of interested in, in I'd buy little books on, on art, different artists, because I was becoming interested in that. And I think everything changed for me at that point. Mm -hmm. I started really doing my homework and, and thinking about it. So from the time I was 12, I was working on, on, on working on a career. Yeah. You know, and when you're 12 years old and your uncle, your funny uncle asks you, what do you want to be when you grow up, Bobby? And I'd say, I want to be a costume designer on Broadway. <laughs> you know, How was that received? I, it just their, their eyes roll back in their head and yeah. they kind of walk away, not even answer me. They yeah. just like, oh, it was out of their wheelhouse. What a weird kid. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, so you shared that same love of escaping to the movies that Carol did. 
Yeah. And what's really fun is well, that. Yeah, no, we did. And, and, and you two would team on these these takeoffs on famous yeah, films. Yeah. And, like, now she, parodies. The two of us, we we get it. We really got it. Yeah. Every now and then, there'd be people on the, on the in the show that kind of like, oh, I don't know. But most of them right. did. Right. The writers had all seen these movies, sure. the old movies. To even. They were yeah. all older than me. I was yeah. like still a kid when I sure. did that show. Yeah. And. And Carol and I would have the best time. Wow! And in those days, there were no, t you couldn't, you know, there weren't, there weren't old movie channels. There were right. none of that. No TCM. No TCM. No VHS. Right. I, I won't even stay in a hotel. Well, right now this hotel doesn't have TCM, but, but I'll, Listen, I, I that will change by the time yes. you leave. <laughs> by midnight, it will have TCM. I mean, I'm not a happy, I'm not a happy boy if I if I can't watch an old sure. movie. Even if you happen onto whatever's on, and usually, you're okay with that. Usually, well. Usually I've seen them all a hundred yeah. times, yeah. but there's some that I can't. There's certain ones that if it's on, I just watch it, like like an American in Paris sure. or, or Meet Me in St. Louis. Right. It was right. also an Irene Sheriff movie. That's right. Now, yeah. she, was, she was related to someone famous. Like she had a famous brother. I don't think so. That's how she got in the business. I'll have to look at my archives on that. Like someone, a studio head or someone was her brother. That's how she got started. I don't think so. But okay. if you, you know everything. You know. So no, I don't. I don't know. I know Bob Mackie. That's all I need to know. You, you, you uh. know. But, but it was just, you know, it was, it was quite fabulous yeah. working with her. But the, I had these, a few books that had little stills from films. And I would oh, look up the film and right. see. And sometimes you couldn't tell what they had on. Right, right. You'd see the hair pretty much. But you couldn't tell everything else. Yeah. And, so you kind of had to wing it with the skirt length you know, or and whatever. I, and right. I knew. I remember like seeing. Lana Turner in The Postman Always Rings Twice. Right. When I was, was a little a kid, I was much parody. too young to see that movie. Yeah. But my sister and my mother wanted to see it. And yeah. so we, we went. And they just figured he'll fall asleep. Well, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Who falls asleep with a Lana Turner movie? I was going to say, he was not, more No, right. I say, she wore white all the way through the movie. Especially with the way she and, was lit. And, and, then she, and then she changed to black for right. a couple of scenes. That's but, right. but I was quite impressed by that. Right. That she, she always wore white. Yeah. And, and she had white. White hair. Yeah. You know, I didn't know about platinum blonde. Yeah. I just knew she right. had white hair. Right. And uh, it was against character because her, 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 her role was such a vixen, right? Oh, she, was, was, she was a horrible yeah, woman. Yeah. But she looked good. Right. <laughs> so, so Carol, Carol did that. Yeah. You know, she did and that. And she was so funny. And, you know, I did her all in shorts and white shorts and a right. turban and whatever. I don't know. I don't yeah. remember exactly because I didn't have pictures. I right. just remembered it. That is so, so it was wild. all kind of done from memory. Yeah. But we did lots of different ones. And you did that fun. Gone with the Wind. I know you're well, asking about that a lot. Well, Gone with the Wind. Good yeah, grief. That was, that was a huge kind of whatever. I mean, it just caught people off guard. Yeah. It was the loudest laugh in a studio audience anyone had ever recorded. Before or since, I think. I think so, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. wild. Yeah. And, and I was... I was backstage up the stairs. I helped her get into it because right. she had a, a tiny little sort of, you know, 80 pound dresser who was yeah. like four foot, whatever. Gotcha. And she, the, she couldn't even lift it and get it on her. So I said, okay, I'll do it. And we got, the, and when that audience let go, yeah. it was, I said, well, I guess that worked. Incredible. <laughs> I just, it's, a, it's such a, a film history moment, but it was your idea. The curtain rod was your yeah, idea. Yeah, no, it was because it said she just goes upstairs and, and, puts on the drapes and comes back down. Yeah. And I was going to, I thought, oh, it'll be funny. We'll make her a dress yeah. like they did in the real movie. Right. And at that point in time, everybody had seen that film. Yeah, right. Everybody in the audience mm -hmm. had seen it. It mm -hmm. wasn't, it, it had been on television often. And, yeah. and uh, they'd seen it in the theater probably. Right, right. But 
it, it, nowadays, when people see the movie, they start to laugh before she even comes out because they, they're thinking of Carol yeah. in, that, in that show. Isn't and that something? Because I guess it was rerun right. a million times. Yeah, yeah. It but has it, been. It, it's, <laughs> it's kind of funny. When, you know, kind of funny? Kind it's of one funny. of the funniest moments on TV. <laughs> well, yeah. I know, but the, the way it just keeps going on right. year yeah. after year. Well, and it actually kind of keeps was going in the on. the 70s. Well, and it keeps going on in your personal life, I understand. My personal life? Yeah. Jan Strimple told me about your birthday party. Oh, right. Yeah. In L.A. Yeah. Can late. you share that part? That well, little yeah, story that, with that us? Was my, that was my 75th birthday a while back, quite a while back. Um, and in walked, um, in, in walked Diane Carroll, the gorgeous Diane Carroll. Mm-hmm. And, and a friend of hers had made her a curtain rod to wear just, just because it was me. And then, of course, Carol was standing right there. So it, it, it was, it, I, I'm not sure Carol thought it was funny or not. Carol just said, what's she doing that for? Right, what's that yeah. all about? That, <laughs> that's awesome. But wow. it was, I had it a, lives on. I had a good, that was a funny party. I had all kinds of wondrous people like Raquel Welsh and yeah. Carol Burnett and Diane Carroll. And, uh, all of your girls. Oh, I mean, well, not truly. all of them. Well, You've dressed them all. You know, the Armenian Indian didn't come. Oh, okay, but, gotcha, but, gotcha. But, you know, yeah. I see enough of her. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> the layer upon layer of the Bob Mackey world. I tell you what, we're so delighted to have you here. You have no idea. It's just a joy and, and I, you an know, honor. I haven't, I haven't been in Texas in a long time. I know. I used to come all the time. Every year I'd, I'd be in Houston and yeah. Dallas and San Antonio. Right. I mean, it, was just, yeah. it was just, you know. It was where I came into trunk shows and right. yeah. perfume and all kinds of stuff. But in fact, I, that's why you're here now. Yeah. It's because you're a new jewelry line. I have a jewelry line. Which is line. so beautiful. Well, I oh tell my you, gosh. The, this manufacturer, Nigam, mm-hmm. I think that's how you say yeah. that. Yeah. And I saw their, their line and I went, oh, this is so beautiful. And these are things women should have. And they said, well, if you come, we'll put your name on it. But I, I didn't design them. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't. I just picked out the ones I thought this is what people should. But they're wear. Bob Mackie approved. This, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I and I th- this is really beautiful. Right. And and there's you know clothes today can be so simple. Mm-hmm. Yes. Simple, simple, simple. You right. know, and beautiful fabric and just a simply made outfit right. and one piece of jewelry or mm-hmm. or a three or four if yeah. you're, you know That's if right. you're up that alley. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. it, and it's just I thought this would be this is perfect. And it's always trying to find something that isn't kind of just sort of tentative. Right. A real piece of jewelry that's, that's right. real. Yeah. This, oh, it's this, real. And we have, yeah. you know, all the all the emeralds and the sapphires and the and the rubies. Your and color. All it's I mean, all of those yeah. are your but colors. Color is yeah. so important. And right. mix it with you know, with just plain old diamonds too. Right. Yeah. right. Well I love the coral. It's <laughs> always fun. The yeah. coral yeah. pieces that you did. Color of the that, air. That, that are in the line, the coral pieces. Yeah. The coral piece. Beautiful. I, I and the turquoise. Well, I mean, you see, be, so women unique. have finally learned to, to, to jump onto turquoise as an accent. Yes. You know, maybe she's got a pink dress on or a coral dress on right. and she'll put a turquoise yeah. piece on with it. And it just looks amazing. Yeah. You know, or coral. Mm-hmm. Coral is probably one of the most flattering colors anybody can wear. Any right. any skin yeah. color looks great in, in coral. That's exactly clothes, right. Yeah. As in jewelry. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's just jewelry should be an accessory. It should be something that just sort of right. not. It shouldn't disappear. Right. It should be important. It should be important. Well, these are all important. And I pieces. love it when I I know women that wear the same 
certain favorites all the time, mm-hmm. and they work with everything they wear because yeah. it's good for them. Right, right. right. Yeah. They know their style. Yeah. D- uh, tell us about the Texas woman and her style. You've seen a lot over the well, years. You know, it used to be when I was working in New York in the fashion industry, which I only did for about 10 years or mm-hmm. so. I mean, I was just like, I, I, I'd done all that television and sure. movies and things, and I thought, well, yeah, they asked me to do it, and I said, okay, I'll do yeah. it. And, and it was always funny. You'd look, you'd look on the street, and everybody was in black and yeah. gray. Because New York's such a dirty city. Right. You know, if you mm-hmm. wore light colors or white, yep. you, right. you'd have to send it to the cleaners the next day. That's exactly right. And, um, but when you're on Madison Avenue in those days, if you saw a woman with her hair done and in a bright, beautiful color walking down the street, I'd say, oh, I think she's from Texas. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, and she, she was. always was. And yeah. I thought, God bless her. Right. She looks like something. She yeah. looks like she really cares. Right. And she, she looks attractive and pretty. Mm-hmm. And I just love that. Yeah. I, I love that. Uh, Texas women like to, to, like, if they're going to a party, they want to be dressed up. They don't, Absolutely. Yeah, they don't dress down. Right. And they I want hope, to be noticed. And I, yeah. hope, I hope they haven't started doing that because I haven't been mm-hmm. here in a long time. Mm-hmm. But, but I just hate when people say, oh, fashion is so casual now. And I said, well, casual doesn't mean just dumb and sloppy. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah, there's no room for that in our world. Well, not yeah. in my world. No. And, and, <laughs> no, I, and, no sure. and, you know, just go to an airport. You'll see it every moment that yeah. you're there. And you go, wait wait a minute. Right. What happened to the days when, you know, when my mother would go on the plane somewhere? She had sure. a hat and gloves sure. and a little suit. Right. And, uh, you know, it couldn't, it couldn't have been as comfortable as it is now on a plane. Right, 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 right. So, right. Isn't that something? Anyway, I, I love to see women get dressed up and care about their how they look absolutely well texas women do that we see that all the time i know from boardroom to ballroom and they're not afraid of color Mm -mm. no in fact color is the most when people will stop you on the street and say oh you look so nice right and they'll have a beautiful color on a turquoise or or a beautiful mint green Mm -hmm. or something you know Mm -hmm. and and women are always kind of shocked when they when they wear dull colors all the time mm-hmm. and they wear that mm-hmm. and somebody and people start telling them how pretty they look right 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 well i think yeah. a lot of women wear black because it's safe and slimming maybe well safe which and is slimming. boring yeah well it, it is safe yeah and if you know it, whatever right. black is i mean nothing's better than a good black dress especially mm-hmm. if you have yeah. good jewelry on mm-hmm. with it yes yeah. good bob mackie <laughs> jewelry by the way well one of the well i'll tell you <laughs> and I'd be, I'd be curious to have your take on this so we had um amber elliott who is the society um, editor for the Houston Chronicle on, and she said one of she she was told by somebody that the reason not to wear black, especially in an event where you're going to be photographed, is it doesn't translate well to the page, like in a magazine or online. It just doesn't have well, that editorial I, oomph. There are parties you go does. to. Every woman in the room has black on. Yeah. And if I if I'm you know giving any advice, I'd say wear wear the hot pink dress. Absolutely. You look great in it. Absolutely. Every eye will come to you. And if mm-hmm. you don't want anyone to look at you, wear a black dress. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, wearing a black dress in a formal environment. The white one's not bad either. The white one's yeah. not bad either. Yeah. But that's the antithesis because you have a sea Just of Just make sure you look good in it. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah, all, the men, all the men are in black suits. Right. So at, you pop at, if at you a black tie yeah. party. Yeah. I mean, it's... It, it, to wear a black dress is like, this is the best I could do, and I didn't want to go get a new dress, right, and, uh, right. and I can wear it again, and yeah. Yeah. all those tired old excuses. Right. Well, you won't see it in Society Texas magazine, you won't see it in Vogue, you won't see it I, editorially. I, I, you love, just won't do I it. spend a whole half a day in, my, in the hotel room here. Yeah. 
uh, looking at the shiny sheets of all the magazines of all the all the ladies at parties. And yes. I'm like, good for them. Yeah. And the shiniest sheet of all is Society Texas, as you know. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> because we did an article about you. Well, I, gosh, I've done so many articles that have contained Bob Mackie in yeah. them. But the most recent was last year about the share show so we're so excited and, and just proud and just thrilled to support you <laughs> thank and you thank we want you. everyone to go see it and buy bob mackie jewels really i mean we do that now that's a a society life if you do that right they there are. well yeah those ladies that last night that were looking at the jewelry and having their little glass of wine and, yes and they and look beautiful they looked, yeah their hair was done they had yeah. beautiful makeup and they had so much enthusiasm right. and so much fun well they love meeting you yeah. well they just love going to a party, getting dressed yeah, up yeah. And, and feeling good. Right. And that was on yeah, a Tuesday yeah. night, by the way. I know. <laughs> right. What's it like on Saturday? It must be wild. Off the it's chain. Clingy. Yeah, Off for sure. Off the chain. <laughs> All right. So we're, we're running a little short on time, but oh, I want to end I'm with sorry. two questions. Oh. So the first question, we're going to go back a few minutes. Yeah. Who are the top five people from history you would have at a dinner party? At a dinner party? Yeah. Who would you have? Besides Joe McFate. Party? And Mark Schwartz, your colleagues, <laughs> who are entertaining as all get out. Well, I, I they'd be on you, my list. I don't know. You know, we all have these these sort of movie versions in right. our head of of Delilah, you know, Hedy yeah. Lamarr, sure, or, right. or uh, you know, Joan of Arc, Ingrid yeah. Bergman. I mean, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. these are probably schlumpy looking girls that were just just knew how to handle the money and whatever. Right, 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 right. But but I don't know. I that would that's interesting. Well, maybe Marie Antoinette. You know, of course. Yeah. Let them eat cake. Absolutely. Let them eat cake. But it would, but and, and she didn't mean to say that. She just, you know, she didn't know any better. Yeah. <laughs> but it wouldn't. But it wouldn't be Norma Shearer's Marie Antoinette. It would be the real Marie Antoinette. Well, God knows what she looked okay. like. Okay. Gotcha. Who knows? Yeah. That's the thing about movies. You can. Yeah. You could. You're always glorious in the yeah. movies. Yeah. If you did that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Which is another quick, just a quick aside of Bob Mackie, Mackie tidbit. You were dressing Carol for a sort of a, a rural English skit with Vincent Price. Yeah, could be. Yeah, I and, did so many. I, yeah, you did so many, and you helped her get into character by recommending that she black out a tooth. Oh yeah, no. Well, I, I, everybody always blacks out the front one. Mm -hmm. I said, no, we're got one over here and one down there, so it really looks like your teeth are in terrible yeah, shape because they didn't brush. Teeth and she, like had, she just starts laughing. Yeah. I mean, I made I, we we I got the wig maker to make her. Joan Crawford eyebrows, and oh they were these gosh. hairy eyebrows, oh, just like so Joan Crawford. Good. Right. And and she's, oh, I, 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 no, I can't. I, and we put them on, and she says, "Oh, God, I love this." Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That Carol, was in the Mildred Pierce take. Carol, yeah, yeah, Carol just loved to get dressed up. Yeah, loves to be funny, and she could look so good. But then, you know, uh, the, one of the one of my favorite things that I did in the very beginning is she says, well, you know, in the sketch, I'm doing a lot of physical things. I'm jumping out of windows and I'm down on the floor crawling around. And she says, I better wear pants. And I said, oh, no, Carol. She said, what do you mean? And I, I said, no, it's it's much funnier and more vulnerable to be a woman mm. in a comedy sketch mm -hmm. with a tight skirt or or just a skirt on, a sh too short a skirt, and you're embarrassed right. and whatever. Right. And Carol's Carol knows how. Carol's funny. She's a physical comedy mm -hmm. comic yeah. lady. She yeah. she knows how to use her legs. Yeah. Her legs can look so funny, and she uses them beautifully in her arms and her elbows. Yeah. And, and yet you put her in a gown and she looks heavenly. That's so, right. You know, you, or a uh, Mrs. Wiggins. Yes. Yeah, well, Mrs. Wiggins. Yeah. Well, she started out as as a as an elderly old lady. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. Yeah. And I more said, secrets revealed. And I, I love said, it. you know, Carol, you've done that so many times. Yeah. What if we 
what if we do her up like the temp girls that come in at CBS that work one day, maybe two days, they do their nails, they watch the clock, right. they go on every single break. Right. And, and she went, oh. You know, and I, I, I had the best time with her always because usually if I explained a character to her yeah. how I was thinking of it, mm-hmm. she said, oh, thank you. Now I know how to play her because I was just sort of doing straightforward. And very often scripts would say, woman walks into a bar. Right. And you don't know where and trouble that, ensues. So you get a lot of creative license to you, do that well, when it no, just well, says you, that you, as the, well, in the you script. You don't really have to check with them because they right. rehearse without you there, right. without costumes. Right. So I would always, if it was something that, that, that she would maybe question, I would call her up and, and tell her what I was thinking. Will that work for you? Mm-hmm. Rarely did she ever say, oh, no, I want to do this or this. She always said, oh, okay, yeah. let's do that. So great. You know, and it was fun. It was really fun to add that extra layer onto a script. Well, and I think it's important to note you had mentioned the script and then reviewing it. So that was back in the day for our younger listeners mm-hmm. when there were 30, 33, 36 new weeks, episodes. Yes, in a, in a every season, week. Right? Every single yeah. week, we except do, for summer. Well, we would do three weeks and then we'd have a week off. Gotcha. That's fabulous. Yeah. Right. But I was always doing more than one show, so right. I, I, you know, I'd, I'd still have a Sunny and Cher show next door, so I never got a week off except yeah. at Christmas. Right. Isn't that something? <laughs> Barely then, I'm sure. <laughs> and, and in the summer, in the summer, there was always, you know, a movie or something to do, right. so I never stopped working. Right, right, right. But I mean, just you having to, being able to grasp the character and create the costumes, and then, you know, it's on but TV the, in a week. It's, it's amazing what you have to do when you know you have that schedule, though. Right. There's yeah. no, you, right. you make up your mind right away. Right, yeah. You, you don't just kind of, oh, I can't decide. Right. You decide right away. Right. Put it into work, have it made. Yeah. They wear it on, on Friday morning. Because they're not going to go on stage yeah. naked, according to Bob Mackey. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be wearing something pretty darn good. Well, if they had, I would have been fired. That's so true. That would, right. <laughs> well, I mean, your career was on the line, too. You had to keep creating. Right. Well, it's just that was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Right. Of course. <laughs> the most successful people have the most fun, they I do. think. Well, especially when you're doing something you wanted to do your whole life. Right, you know, right. Very few people get to do that. Any tips for designers starting out? We have lots of those. Yeah, go fans. work for somebody you love what they do. Yeah. You, you, Are you hiring? You, you admire. <laughs> no, no, I'm not hired. I'm go sure. to BobMackey.com. I'm kidding. People do not do that. He's already busy enough. I'm busy go enough. Go to JoeMcFate.com. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> his colleague. Well, this has really been Absolutely wonderful. And we can't thank you enough for spending the last hour with us. And in it's an one honor. word, if you could mention what is one thing all stylish people have or possess. I don't, you know, it's just knowing yourself and, and loving what you wear. It doesn't, mm-hmm. now you might put things on you love that you'd, you'd look anything but stylish, but then you're still being yourself. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah, right. I, I, I love, we had a, wonderful girl come in last night when we were showing our jewelry Mm -hmm. and she had a cowboy shirt on Mm -hmm. that she found Mm -hmm. online that I had designed a million years ago Mm -hmm. and she found I don't I don't even remember doing it but I know it was me because I could tell I'm looking at and my label (laughs) yeah (laughs) and 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 she had fringe on and she had rhinestone boots and and she had she just had so much spirit. Yeah. And I thought, well, she's in San Antonio. She can dress like a cowgirl. Sure. Why not? Yeah. And if she was in New York City, she still could dress like a cowgirl. That's I right. don't care. Yeah. I just loved her. And she had yeah, so she much sweet. personality. Yeah. And and she was 
she, she was there and she wore a shirt of, that I had designed and I was really honored. It was a real homage to you. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Yeah. Well, I know lots of people who have Bob Mackie dresses. Yeah. Well, so, uh, there are a lot of them out there. I've been around a long time, you know. I know. Well, but <laughs> but but you know that's a Bob Mackie dress. You, you can just tell. Well, you can. You know, I've done clothes on QVC, and and that's for everybody. Those mm -hmm. are everyday clothes. Those are not clothes to wear. But but right. sometimes you put them on the right way with the right jewelry, and that's you right. can go to a party and look pretty good. Right. Well, and when you're on QVC, you really do. I think you help the world become a more beautiful place with these women who buy your clothes. Yeah, I'm not trying to, to, you know, we don't have ball gowns and yeah, slinkies. Right. That's not the audience. Right? That's not yeah. what we do, yeah. you know, and, and the prices aren't that way either. Right. And, right. and that's fine. Yeah. It, it's still a good pair of pants everybody needs. Right. And, and when it comes in 16 colors, you can have them all. You can, have them. Ways. You can buy one in every color. <laughs> oh, and they're styled by ba Bob Mackey and approved by Bob Mackey. It gets even better, right? Well, thank you again, Bob. It is an absolute pleasure. treat thank to see you. you and have you here. And we're going to interview you again, hopefully. I hope. You're hope so much fun. Will you come back? Texas? I yeah. hope I get to come back to yeah. Texas. Or we may come to LA. I, 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 really, yeah. I really miss Texas. I, I, well, you're welcome I, anytime. I used to be here every year yeah. for many years. Yeah. Well, the girls like Jan Strimple and a oh, long laundry I, list of women I love Jan adore Strimple. you. Yeah. Jan Strimple is a model that, yeah. that I worked with for years and years. And then she staged many of my That's shows right. later yeah. on. Yeah. And she's just brilliant. And she's she's going to be one of our guests. And so. she's from Dallas. Yeah. So fantastic. watch out for Jan Strimple. <laughs> Everyone knows already. I think she's such a, she's a living legend just like you she are. She is. Yeah. She's, she's, a, she's a visual living yeah. legend. Yeah. legend. Yeah. Well, you you've know. dressed her. You would know. Well, no, but she, she does fine on her own. Yeah, she's great. She's amazing. Well, until we meet again, thank you again. We so appreciate you. knowing you and sharing your talents with the world. Everyone, I'm Lance Avery Morgan. And I'm Rob Giardinelli, signing off from the Hotel Valencia in downtown San Antonio, Texas on Success with Style, reminding you that great style starts by having a unique point of view. Have a great day, everyone. Bye, everyone. <laughs>